share. Let's mute everyone. Barbara, would you be up for unmuting yourself, having me just muted you and you just praying for us? Right? I think. Um... Oh, look who's back. There we go. I've unmuted you. Oh, no. Okay. Lord, thank you for today and thank you that we're here. Thank you for all we've been doing today and all we're going to carry on doing. And just help us prepare for what Adrian's going to share with us and hopefully, we, well, we will benefit from it. Lord, thank you then. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Barbara. Okay. Well, we got to James chapter 5, verses 10 to 12, we will look at today. So let's find out. Edson paraphrases it like this. Take the old prophets as your mentors. They put up with anything, went through everything, and never once quit. All the time honoring God. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. You've heard, of course, of Job staying power, and you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. That's a good God cares, cared right down to the last detail. And since you know that he cares, let your language show it. Add words like, I swear to God, your own words. Don't show your impatience by concocting oaths to hurry up God. Say yes or no. Just say what is true. That way your language can't be used. Okay, the verses we're centering on today. Um, uh, nice to see you, and Mum's probably there as well. Um, so, the word today, one word I'm going to hang it all on. Actually, all the Hearst clan are kind of assembling in the last minute, so Emily is joining us as well. So, one word today in these verses, 10 to 12, is suffering. Um, as we find with James. He doesn't pull any punches. He just kind of keeps talking about the reality of how life is. And at this moment, he's writing, as we remember, to a bunch of believers that are scattered, scattered and are facing suffering. And he doesn't dodge that. He doesn't kind of uh, pretend it's not there. He rather kind of embraces it and just says, like, there is suffering. And I want us to see that, that we will no periods maybe we're living through a period at the moment of suffering it's just the nitty-gritty of life that it happens and it's hard and the bible isn't silent about it it's not silent about people who suffer uh, so james even here refers to job whose life would ordinarily be one that we'd say isn't that just awful why would you want anything to do with that and yet james kind of holds it up as an example of someone who navigates suffering he wants all of us to understand that like, if we're not experiencing it, we will or we have. And actually, how we navigate suffering matters because Jesus wants to be with us in our suffering. But part of us living with Jesus at the centre is that we're able to endure suffering. So firstly, I want us to say that James wants us to understand that there is comfort to be found in suffering. God is one who cares about us, who cares about you, who cares about us. That when we're going through periods of suffering, it isn't that we're forgotten or forsaken. 
Suffering doesn't mean God has, doesn't care for us. Rather, that as James kind of puts or Peterson paraphrases, actually God is one who longs to care for us and will care for every single detail of our lives. And therefore, there is a comfort that comes from understanding that God cares for us within our suffering. Like, firstly, God cares for us as we come to one who understands what suffering is. Like, Jesus knows what it means to suffer. Like, we don't have to look at the kind of unpolished uh, of versions of Jesus's life presented in the Gospels to find that Jesus is one who is often rejected, often misunderstood by those who are closest to him, by his family, by his friends. He's one that then endured physical suffering, like nothing we've ever seen, who endured spiritual and mental suffering. The, the whole Garden of Gethsemane moment is a mental suffering that is now seen in terms of psychology, that you can have so much stress that, that you actually begin to kind of bleed out of your skin. There's, there's like an, an intensity that's going on there. He's one who was familiar with suffering. That's what the prophet Isaiah spoke of. So we're coming to one who cares for us, who understands what it is to suffer and therefore longs to meet us in our suffering longs to sustain and strengthen us in our suffering. But also we're coming to a God who comes to bring comfort in our suffering because he's one who cares and longs to bring us out of it. And I think that's really important that it isn't just that we're to endure suffering, but we're to live with that expectation that God is going to break me out of this. So that may be a breakthrough in this life that in this life suddenly the period of suffering comes to an end and God has broken in. Sometimes it's that the suffering comes to end when we finally meet him. And I think it's really important for us to see that, that, that God isn't uncaring. Yes, there's a mystery which we're going to go on to in a moment, but that, that in it that God promises to bring comfort that he will bring us out of the suffering. Suffering will not last forever. That we're told that one day we'll meet Jesus and there will be no more suffering. It's the promises of Revelation 21, 22. That in that moment when we meet him, it says he wipes away every tear, which means that we're still conscious of where we have suffered. And yet God brings in that moment the deepest possible comfort for us to enjoy. So there's comfort to be found in suffering, but also, James encourages us and says, well, as we live with that comfort, we're to continue in our suffering. And then he kind of says, like, this is what it means to continue in suffering. He says, like, be one who's honoring to God. In other words, keep trusting and inviting God in to our situations of suffering. He says, don't quit. Like, I often think when I'm... Um, running alongside or sitting with people who are suffering the fact they're still there saying i i'm just wondering what's going on and i need need to know god close that's amazing but they've just not quit like just turning up is enough sometimes just saying i'm here it feels like god's a million miles away but i'm here like that's amazing 
That's continuing the suffering. I think continuing the suffering is being okay with mystery. And we don't tend to talk about this a lot as Western believers, as we kind of like everything to be boxed nicely and presented and say, well, this is my faith. Look at it in its nice, neat box. This is who God is in its nice, neat box. And I can make sense of the whole of life. And yet the reality is, and this is what I realize more and more as I journey with individuals, as I journey my own life, is that God is good and God is loving. And sometimes life doesn't make sense. Sometimes I presented with a situation and I think, I don't quite understand why this has happened, why this is happening. And I have to grapple with that to say it doesn't change the nature of who God is. But there is a mystery here. I'm not getting an answer. And maybe I won't do. And that's it. And I think we have to grapple with suffering with mystery. And in it, that means that we have to then cling on to within the mystery, within the honoring, with not quitting, Jesus is enough. You see, this weird bit at the end where it says, like, don't keep adding things, don't like swear to God in, in order to kind of twist his arm on something. What we have to do as we're continuing in suffering is saying, Jesus, I trust that you're enough, that your life, death, resurrection has promised that you're never going to leave and never going to forsake me. That God, you're going to always be one who's working for my good. Therefore, I don't need to add to Jesus. We never need to add the word and. So it's never Jesus and look how many times I've prayed today. It's never Jesus and I went to that special place to encounter God. It's never Jesus and I've got this special rock that I rub. Like none of those things are it. And sometimes I think when we're in the suffering, we get to desperation and thinking like, well, maybe if I tried that, it would make God act differently. And then God, God's still good. God's still loving. And Jesus is still enough. We don't need to try and add things. So I'm going to twist his arm, which is why I kind of lean back into that sense. And something that I think we have to get more and more used to is sometimes there's just a mystery. We can't just add like we can't just quickly find an answer we have to rest and say god i trust in the fact that you are way bigger than me and i don't understand and that's okay but that's hard which is why lastly we don't suffer alone like what i love about this is james is writing about suffering to believers who are suffering why because he wants them to know they're not alone like we never should suffer alone. We need one another to support one another in the most moments where we feel like we're going to quit or in the moments where we're thinking it's just a mystery. I don't understand why. Not that others rush in and say, oh, it's because of this. It's that others sit with us and say, yeah, it's just hard. It shouldn't be like this. And one day it won't be. And God isn't forsaking you or loves you and he's still for you. So we don't suffer alone. The reality is, and I say it with a smile on my face, we will suffer. That's the deal. Sometimes we'll suffer. But God will come. And we will continue. And our suffering will come to an end.
then God wants us to understand that. Because it's part of living of Jesus. We're not promised a life that is pain. We're offered a God who is with us through it all, which is good news. Okay, let's share a couple of things, therefore, to consider as we can our day. First one, why don't we just spend some time contemplating God's care for you and for me? Increasingly, I just think, can long to look for God's care when you're in this season of suffering. But what about if we just live daily, looking out and seeing how God's just caring and sustaining us each day? It then becomes this reservoir as we endure different moments. I right? know oh, this is how God cares for me. In fact, we're all sat in a house or in a home or a flat. In fact, we're sat in a room. That's God's care. And then secondly, who could you connect with to offer support to or receive support from? Just sometimes we just need to not suffer alone. Maybe it's a moment to reach out. Maybe it's a moment to just say, man, I'm here for you. I don't know it is, but that's why we're going to be community, family. Suffering happens. God's with us. We get to stand with one another. There we go. Done. Good to be together uh, as James continues to help us in the nitty gritty of life. Uh, someone wave. Who wants to pray just to finish off? Rich, thank you. Do you want to unmute yourself and pray for us? That would be great. Yeah, Jesus, we thank you for this word. We thank you that um, you are with us, that uh, your word to us, whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing, um, but especially those of us who are facing suffering uh, at the moment, those here, those in our wider community, those in our world, particularly at this moment, uh, your word to us is that you are with us, that you have not abandoned, not forsaken your people, uh, that your plan uh, has always been to bring your goodness and your life and your light into your world uh, and that you are always uh, working in the midst of any darkness any suffering that is happening in order to bring good out of it even in mysterious ways that we can't see and we can't understand um, and so i thank you for that lord i thank you for your provision i thank you for your rest and i thank you for uh, your comfort uh, in the midst of trials. Amen.